Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacles stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On today's episode, we are welcoming back to the podcast, Billy Ann Grigg, the Chief Strategic Guide for Mastery Level Profit First Professionals and the Lead Instructor for Profit First Live. Billy Ann has been a bookkeeper since before the turn of the century. She's a QuickBooks Online Pro Advisor, Live Plan Expert Advisor, and a FreshBooks Certified Bean Counter. Billy Ann started Pocket Protector Bookkeeping in 2012 to provide an excellent virtual bookkeeping and managerial accounting solution for small businesses that cannot yet justify employing a full-time in-house bookkeeping staff. Billy Ann last joined us on episode 35 of Profit First Nation. So we are going to make Billy Ann your new favorite recurring Profit First Nation guest, and we will be featuring her wisdom and expertise on all future episodes ending in a five. Welcome back, fan favorite Billy Ann. Hey, Danielle. Thanks so much for having me back again. And I'm excited about the topics that you brought because you definitely are the one that probably sees the most questions coming in, gets the most questions from all different sources and such. And so um, I know that you want to start on the topic of payroll. So let's dive in. Yeah, yeah. So I get questions from business owners um, all the time, daily, about profit-first implementation. And one of the most common ones I get centers around payroll, specifically the owner's payroll. And the challenge is, um, if you're doing payroll through a payroll service or a payroll company, which I highly recommend, it's not a good idea to go it on your own, um, how do you manage the owner's compensation account? So the challenge here, Danielle, is that payroll companies do not typically allow uh, draws or um, withdrawals from more than one bank account. And when we have the Profit First system set up, you have um, allocations going to your owner's comp account. You might have a separate payroll account set up. For the most part, though, payroll is going to come out of your operating expense account. In this case, what you really want to do is use your owner's compensation account as your holding account for your pay and for your salary. Um, and this actually serves a couple of purposes. It protects that money from getting used for something else. So if you put it in your regular payroll account, you might think you have more money for payroll than you do and you can hire new hires. Um, but my favorite thing about the owner's compensation account as its own holding account is that since Profit First is percentage-based, as your revenue grows, you are setting aside more money for your, your owner's compensation. 
That means if your business has a downturn, your salary as the business owner is secure. You don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay my mortgage or my kid's orthodontist bill or whatever is coming up, which can lead business owners to make really bad snap decisions when your own personal livelihood is in jeopardy. So use that owner's compensation account to store away your money. And then when it's time to run payroll, transfer the money for you're the owner's payroll out of your owner's comp account into whichever account payroll is coming out of. If you're on a salary, which I hope you are, you're paying yourself a, a flat amount every pay, uh, payday, just set it up as an automatic transfer in your banking, your online banking, to transfer the $5,000 or $10,000 or whatever you're paying yourself on the date that payroll is pulled from your payroll account um, in, out of your OPEX, I'm sorry, out of your owner's comp account and into the account that your payroll comes from. Yeah, it's just doing like a secondary transfer. Yeah, yeah, it's just a secondary transfer. And, you know, we do have a resource for this. Um, if you do have employees and you are running um, payroll with employees on it, uh, in our companies, we're set up like that. So we have actually a separate payroll account. And so we allocate to payroll. And then um, when we run payroll, we do that secondary sweep from the owner's pay to the payroll account because the payroll account is where the uh, payroll company does their pulling of the funds to fund payroll. And um, we do have a, a calculator at ProfitFirstNation.com under resources that actually has, um, if you click on the advanced Profit First calculator, there is an account for payroll. And um, in that calculator, it also prompts you because it's sort of like a checklist of, okay, here are the transfers that you need to make. Um, after you plug in your income number, it does the allocations um, on the spreadsheet, figures out the math. Uh, but then you have to actually initiate those transfers at your bank. And um, on this checklist uh, calculator, it also prompts you to do that secondary uh, sweep or transfer from owner's pay to that payroll account. So again, that is the um, Profit First Allocation Day Calculator, the advanced calculator at ProfitFirstNation.com under resources. So um, I think you've got a, a few more topics on payroll, right, Billy Ann? I do. I actually have one more um, specific to payroll and then a couple of more fun profit topics. Um, so kind of going along with that owner's compensation question, that owner's comp question is the question, if I'm on payroll in my business, do I really need a tax account? Um, the, the thinking being that all of your taxes are being taken care of through the payroll um, as the business owner, especially if you're an S-Corp. Um, I'm going to say that you absolutely do still need a tax account. Uh, there are a couple of reasons why. Number one, when your accountant helps you set up your payroll at the beginning of the year, they're not always thinking about how your business is going to grow in the next year. And if you're not having those regular conversations with your accountant where they're really digging into your books and seeing what your profit is doing, you're still going to have a tax liability at the end of the year. There's nothing worse than getting through the year, thinking you're doing well, taking your profit distributions, not allocating to tax because you think it's all being taken care of, and then having your meeting with your accountant at the first part of the next year and them saying, mm, yeah, sorry, you owe a little bit more, and then you don't have that little bit more set aside. So absolutely, definitely set aside that tax account. I'm not saying you have to allocate the full 15% to it. Um, you know, depending on where you are, 8% might be enough, 10%, uh, 12%, what have you. 
Uh, if you could do the 15%, that's amazing because that tax account can then be used for other purposes when you don't need the money. But there's an, a, a really a significant amount of security that comes from having that money set aside for taxes in case you do need it. Exactly. And it does help to work with a certified profit first professional. Um, if you are paying yourself on payroll, yes, a chunk of your taxes are getting handled and taken care of um, through your payroll taxes. But if you're profitable, um, you're going to owe some more taxes um, on on top of what you've been paying in em- employee taxes on your payroll. So uh, and a profit first professional can kind of really help you dial in what that number is. If you're not on payroll, 15% is a great number to um, be allocating to your tax account because it it, it'll, it will cover everything. So yeah, there is kind of that fine line of if you are paying yourself a salary and you're on regular payroll and you are paying taxes through, through your payroll um, versus being a solopreneur or an LLC and um, not necessarily being on payroll. All right. Well, let's let's talk profit now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk profit um, because this is an interesting question. And the first time I ran across it in my bookkeeping practice, I was com- caught completely unawares. Um, sometimes there comes a point when you have been into your profit-first implementation for several quarters, you've had your vacations, you've done the fun things you want to do with your profit. The question is, do I have to take a profit distribution? I don't really want the money for anything. I don't really have anything that I would like to do. No trips I want to take, um, no home improvement projects, nothing like that. Can't I just leave that money in the business? It's so, so, so important for the behavioral aspect of profit first to work and work correctly that you continue to take those profit distributions on a quarterly basis. Um, Now, what you do with those profit distributions might change. So maybe you've had your vacation, you've done a home renovation, um, you've, you've done these other things that you wanted to do that you haven't had the money to do before. Now start looking towards the future. You can put that money into a savings account. Granted, you're not going to make a lot of money on that savings account right now. Um, But take that profit distribution and sock it away. Build your own personal cash reserves. If you haven't fully funded your retirement, put it towards your retirement, use it to build up your retirement. One of my favorite things to do with profit, especially as you start seeing those larger and larger profit distributions on a quarterly basis, is start using it to buy something that's going to make you money. And yes, that's investing, but I hesitate to say investing because a lot of people go straight to the stock market there, which is fine. If you want to buy some stocks, that's fine, but start putting it away to maybe buy a rental house, something that you can you can rent out to someone else um, Maybe you want to invest in another business, but start looking to use your profit distributions as a way to build your personal wealth in your in your own household. Definitely. And a great idea because then you're also to um, maybe, it, it, like you mentioned, an investment in, in a rental house or in sort of other real estate could create a, an additional revenue stream for you as well. I also think, too, that you definitely want to have retained earnings in the business. Um, and and cash in the business, but um, you know you never know what kind of position you could be in to sell your business. You could be in a position where you need to sell your business, or you know, heaven forbid, you pass and your family members aren't in a position to run your business, and so they need to to sell the business. And so um, 
when a potential buyer is reviewing your financials and they're seeing a strong balance sheet and um, profitable years uh, year over year because of Profit First as your cash management system, and they're seeing that you do have cash in the business as retained earnings, but you've also taken nice profit distributions, that makes your your business that much more valuable and um, will sell for for a higher valuation than most other businesses um, that are operating check to check and not using a cash management system. So I I, I hate to like be Debbie Downer on this, um, but you know it's come up in conversation uh, that I've had with other entrepreneurs recently about you know how what 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 do you do because you know they they could be in a position where there's no one really in the business that can that can take it over and they and they need to sell it. So you definitely want to have a nice balance between keeping some cash in the business, but then also taking those regular profit distributions as well. So, um, and then I, I think I kind of have a little spoiler. We talked um, about retaining um, cash in the business and why don't you hit on this topic now with the vault account? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just, I mean, right back to the point that you just made, Danielle, it's important to have a strong cash reserve and a strong cash position in your business. Um, and that is what you want to do with a vault account. Now, a vault account can be used for a number of different purposes. And a lot of times, um, at least when I've been working with business owners, the vault has come about as kind of a, a sideline to the profit account. So we have gotten to the point where the profit account balance is fifty or $60,000 at the end of each quarter. And the business owner, even though we've talked about um, building personal investments, building their retirement account, their uh, kids' college savings, all of that, um, they, they still don't want to take that $30,000 out of that $60,000 um, profit balance. So what we start doing at that point, when that profit account gets large, um, we split the amount that stays in the profit account. So it's easier for me to explain this with numbers. Let's say that the balance is $60,000 in the profit account. The business owner takes out their $30,000 as their profit distribution, leaving $30,000 in the profit account. We take half of that remaining $30,000, so $15,000, and we move it into the vault. So that means that they're starting their profit account in this new quarter with $15,000 instead of $30,000. That has the impact of probably reducing the amount of profit that they're going to take the next quarter. They're still going to take a sizable profit, but it's going to be based on a starting point of $15,000 instead of $30,000. And then it helps them build their vault account as well. Um, when I was talking earlier about the tax account, any tax money that you don't need, I really recommend putting that in the vault account. Don't dump it back into OPEX. If you want to take part of it as an additional profit distribution, you can, but look, you're already operating without that money. Put it in your vault account until you have a cash reserve of three to six months worth of operating expenses for your business. So if the worst happens, like a pandemic, no one saw that coming, you can still operate and you don't have to worry so much. And I can't stress enough the importance of having the freedom to not make snap business decisions based on your survival or the survival of the business. That freedom to just really have the time to stop and think about the best strategy for your business as opposed to how am I going to get air into my lungs at this moment uh, is so important and it really helps you survive and thrive during uh, during difficult times. Yes. and. 
you, you know, I'm, I love, uh, I think it's Aaron, right? Uh, Mosier, who coined the, the phrase, when in doubt, add an account. Yes. And then if your vault account is getting a little too sizable and it's, it, you know, you the purpose of your vault account to you is because every account should have a purpose. So if your vault account's purpose is to, you know, have three to six months of operating expenses locked away and now maybe you want to to do other things, grow in the business in different ways, you know, you could also then start having additional vault accounts. Um, but just make sure that you give that vault account a purpose. The vault account is just meant to just hold cash in the business. I will say that for our business, um, I actually like to take our profit hold account down to zero at the end of each quarter. So um, after we've taken our, our profit distribution, we take the rest of that profit hold balance and we sweep it into various vault accounts that we have. Um, and so my profit hold hold account is zero at the start of each quarter. So it just, you know, I mean, both answers are right, but but they're right because we've kept some cash in the business. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And to that point, Danielle, having those various vault accounts, depending on your business, those accounts can be used for any number of things. Um, maybe you have heavy equipment use, which I think that's the case in your business. Um, that equipment is going to need repairs and maintenance and replacing from time to time. Um, if you have an inventory heavy business, there are times when you need to ramp up your inventory to get ready for season. If you have that money already set aside for that purpose, it makes it a lot easier to, um, to do those ramp ups and to make those investments back in your business without having to scramble for the money and without having to leverage debt. When done, when done correctly, leveraging debt isn't a horrible thing, but boy, if you can run your business without having to do it so much, the better for you. And you know, again, it's about keeping cash in the business. So for us, um, in our in our payroll accounts, we true that up l- usually about once a year because we like to build reserves in our payroll account for future payrolls. And then on top of that, we build in um, future hires. So you know, when it gets to a certain sort of tipping point of we've got a few payrolls um, ready to go um, in there, and then we've also been building on the money for the new hire. Um, we start making the new hire, but then at some point, again, like we kind of do a true up and then we sweep that balance um, to the vault account. So I recommend keeping cushion in your accounts. I think a lot of people think, oh, okay, well, I I need to take that account down to zero between allocations, whether it be OPEX or, or payroll, if you are using a, a payroll allocation account, but you want to keep cushion in those accounts because this is a percentage-based system. And so that helps you keep your cash flow sort of normalized over the year. Right, Billy Ann? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of back to the point about the owner's comp account, you just, you want to have that cushion in there to make sure that you're able to account for those peaks and valleys in your business. Um, There is another account called seasonal stability or the drip account that you can use for that purpose too. But it's good to just have that buffer for that specific purpose. One of the mistakes that I see with the owner's comp account, um, especially for sole proprietors and LLCs uh, that aren't organized as S-Corps, is that they will sweep all the money out of their owner's comp account on their designated payday. And you really don't want to do that. Even if you're not on payroll per se, um, set up a salary for yourself. So say, I'm going to take $5,000 a month out of the business and then leave everything extra as a buffer in that account. Yes, that is 
super sage advice. And I think that that probably is maybe one of the um, most common whoopsies maybe people make when implementing profit first. So if you're implementing profit first, the right way to do it is to pay yourself a consistent salary or a consistent draw and leave cushion in that owner's pay account uh, because there will be an allocation day where your income account is not quite where you really want it to be. And um, if you've been allocating based off percentages, you should still have that cushion in that owner's pay account to pay yourself your regular salary because it's just been kind of building in there. All right. Well, if you want your own Billy Ann, you are in luck. There are bookkeepers, accountants, and coaches in this world with the heart of a teacher ready to serve you and your business with their certified Profit First knowledge, skills, and experience. Just visit ProfitFirstNation.com and click on Connect to connect with one of Billy Ann and I's fellow certified Profit First professional peeps. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.